the Christmas special. Christmas will really be Christmas when folks are happy everywhere. Christmas will really be Christmas when there's laughter for everyone to share. When people can live with each other. enjoyed that song because i did that song uh put me in the mood put me in the mood for this christmas about to happen in a couple days you know so this is the official first christmas special this is episode nine for all you listeners out there and supporters i want to thank you guys it means a lot to me um just want to say thanks man it, uh, it, it's been really tough for me i had a tough week we'll get into that a little bit later uh, really tough week, um, but uh, we're here. It's a Christmas special, um, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to do this podcast. And uh, once again, if you like that song, um, replay it. Start it over. I listened to the song like five times last night. I said, "Man, that's the song. That's the song I want on my intro." So you know what? Let's get it. Let's start this podcast. Let's get it going. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint.
Santa Claus. If you don't know what about James Brown, you need to listen up. Go straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus. Go straight to the ghetto. Build every stocking you find. The kids are going to love you so. Leave a toy for Johnny. Leave a dog. Going in today. Going in real deep. Going in real deep. Christmas party. Shout out to the puff cakes. Gonna go meet up with them a little bit later. This is my uh, first Christmas special. Calmed up, excited. How many of you listeners are bumping your head right now? Because I know I am. That was perfect. That was perfect, Ibex. I appreciate you, Frank. Bumping me up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you once again for listening to the Red Inner Saint podcast. This is episode nine. It's a Christmas special. Yeah, it is. Uh, Christmas is a couple days away. It is December 22nd, Sunday. It is 11-10. Fun fact, is the first day of winter. Winter is officially here, folks. And it's also the first day of Hanukkah. So, l'chaim to all the Jews out there listening to me. Um... Yeah, man. We just want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, man. I couldn't have done it without you. You know, um, so getting get, getting to this podcast already, we're just going to get it going. Um, I had a guest today. Um, I'm not going to mention his name, but his name is John Souza. So, Souza, um, it's all good. We talked about him on the last podcast. And, uh, you know, so I invited him on to the podcast, and uh, he was really excited and uh unfortunately he wasn't feeling well this morning so you know it was okay the show must go on i understand you know people you know it's gonna happen in these podcasts there's gonna be a lot of podcasts where it's just gonna be me by myself talking like a weirdo but hey man the show must go on you know the podcast must go on the movement and all that so john Souza, man the seat's always open for you i love you bro and um, I, I wanted to tell you that um, I don't know if you've done acupuncture, if you've tried that, but I have some people that I wanted to introduce you to, and they said they can help you as far as you um, being able to walk a little better. Because last time I seen you, you're in a wheelchair, and before now you're walking. I, I noticed that, and I seen that, and uh, I just want to offer my help to you. You know, if if you haven't done acupuncture, you should uh, try it. I have the doctor, and I just wanted to tell you, you know, I wanted to tell you in person that um, 
my Christmas present to you, brother, is I'm going to pay two sessions of uh, acupuncture with this uh, lady I know. Her name's Vicky. Um, she, it's a holistic place I deliver to. Uh, shout out to all the girls over there, V and Mai and Dr. Tom. I'm going to try to get Dr. Tom on the podcast as well. Um, but I talked about you, you know, and, and I mentioned you, and they said and they said they could help you. So uh, I don't know, you know, your situation. That's why I wanted to get you on the podcast to talk to you about that and, and everything. But I just want to let you know I love you, bro. I'm proud of you, and and and, and you're gonna you're you're on that you're on that journey, you know, just like everyone else, man. And if anybody could get through this, it's you. So once again, Souza, man, I love you, bro. All right. Other than that, um, yeah, my this past uh. The past episode, The Godfather, shout out to The Godfather, who was here recently. He will be on the podcast a lot, uh, you know, later down the road, he'll, he'll come back on. I mean, the guy's got a lot of stories, and and he's got a lot of lot of knowledge that uh, I, I like to learn and, and listen to. So he's going to be on the podcast again soon, f- for sure. So I just want to thank you, Godfather, for coming on the show, man. It uh, meant a lot. Um I guess I mean he I wanted he wanted to come back on the show because he he wanted to tell about this story that happened to him recently. Um, I guess I'm gonna tell it and he could tell it again. But uh, I, it's something that was really funny. Um, his helper recently stole his ATM card out of his out of his uh, lunch pail and uh, inside the truck. And uh, it was crazy because that guy was my helper for a day, and I, I got to talk talk to the guy and and. and get to know him a bit and, and I didn't choose him to be my helper just because of the, the habits I've already been used to seeing and noticing. So the Godfather took him on and uh, I guess he took his ATM and he went to go buy weed at the weed store and they got him on camera and everything. So um, the Godfather is mad. I told him, you know, if you wanted to see, go have a talk with them or whatever. And uh, uh, the Godfather was a, he's a very kind man at his age. I mean, I, I probably would have done a lot of things worse. You know, then, uh, you know, just report him to the police and work. You know, I probably, I don't know. I don't want to say what kind of crimes I would do over the line, but, you know. So, anyways, um, yeah, this past week was a pretty rough week for me. As you guys all know, I, I work for UPS. I'm a UPS driver. And uh, I had a chemical spill on Monday. And uh, when you have chemical spills, sometimes it's soap. Sometimes it's... Uh, you know, even dog food could be a spill. Um, it, it was, I delivered to a lot of doctor offices that, that do dental, dent, a lot of dental work and and uh, dermatologists and uh, you name it, I delivered to them. So um, it was a chemical spill. And usually the first thing they ask when you call into work, it says this is a hazmat. And hazmat means like it's a hazardous material. Usually those get shipped with paperwork and all that. Well, these some of these boxes... They don't have uh, hazmat paperwork. Um, but there is hazardous materials. I mean, go drop a bottle of bleach in your car and, and breathe that for two days straight and tell me how you're going to feel. Even breathe, breathe in those fumes. I mean, you see, I've seen those kids. They go out in the store um, at Staples and they would they would order, uh, they would buy that, uh, what is it, the spray to clean the, the computer. They would spray the the. You know, there's a spray you clean the computer with. It's like air spray or whatever, but they could get high off of it. And the kids, uh, I'd see them, you know, do it in the back of Staples, you know, and they're in high school, 15 years old, and then passing out. So, you know, even breathing those type of fumes, you know, stuff stuff can happen. Um, so the chemical spill was a high-grade uh, medical sterilizer. So 
what what was in it um i can't pronounce the name it starts with the g glumeridahide or something like that i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right i don't even have the picture i have the i had to get the picture um when this when it spilled so going back to it it's called like oxyside or something like that so it spilled and i'm and i'm driving to my route and i smell something odd i go man it smells kind of weird it was a nice beautiful day too you know where i go on my route when i'm driving down 17th and i'm coming up i could look towards the hills see the nice hills and then i make i make that ride on prospect and i'm driving it's just a beautiful area it's a nice environment and the skies are clear it smelled weird it smelled like fucking paint and something really nasty so I get to my first stop and I and I open the door and it hits me in my face. Boom! Just just this real strong smell. I almost want to say it smelled like um, acetone, like paint thinner. So I pick up the first box that's right next to me and I and I pick it up and it's just it's leaking everywhere. And the first thing that happens is uh, I call it in. I go, let me call this in. Call it in and they say, hey, is it hazmat? I go, no, it doesn't have hazardous materials, paperwork on it. Can you contain it? And I go, let me see. So I try to, I got plastic bags that I carry in my truck and I try to contain it. And once I lifted it up, it just, all the liquid just, it, I don't know, the fumes, it hit me like a, like, like I, I, I've had like a reaction to um, chlorine before when I was younger. I was in the pool and I was young. I was probably like 10 or 11 and I was trying to put chlorine in the pool and Somehow the the bucket you have, I poured too much of the pill of the tablets that come in, and the tablets uh, foul in the pool. Like I, I missed it, and and it all just started bubbling right in front of me. And me being young, I didn't know I was breathing it in. My lungs collapsed. I started coughing. I couldn't breathe. I mean, it was the worst experience a young kid can experience. You know, getting you know like it was really bad. My mom came out and. You know, she put me aside and, you know, um, it went away after a while. So I have that already reaction to, to chemicals like that. So the chemicals in the truck, the chemical that spilled, um, when I tried to lift it, it, it did the same reaction. I had that same feeling and I go, nope. I go, I'm, I know what, what we're taught, safety. I shut the door. I contained the truck. I walked away and I called, I called work. So the boss comes out with the hazmat guy. They clean it. Fast forward it. And I call it in. I said, okay, we're going to come through. And uh, they removed the the product. The guy uh, said it was okay. You know, he threw some. He cleans it up, takes the packages because it was on the floor. He takes the packages that are leaking or wet, and he takes those. And then he puts, there's different, because I used to be a hazmat auditor. And a responder, so there, there's certain procedures to handling chemicals like that. And so he put some, uh, what is it? Not like kitty litter. It's some other type of stuff. It, it, it because if you put certain, if you put kitty litter with something that's another chemical, there can be a reaction. And there's been plenty of reactions at work. So you got to kind of know there's different types of material you could drop on on chemicals like that. So, anyways, he cleans it and he puts some absorb it on the floor or whatever to me it looked like confetti that's what i was saying he just threw confetti on the floor so i continue to work it still smells you know i aired out the truck it still smells and i'm like okay well if they if they did their job and it's safe then i'm going to continue to perform so i'm working i'm working we get we get through the day you know it's our busy time of season so 
you know, we're, we're, we're pushing through. We're working 12, 13 hours. So I get home Monday and, and my head's starting to hurt a little bit. And like I, I feel really, really more exhausted than usual. I go, it's only Monday. I go, usually by Thursday or Friday, I'm a zombie. So I think nothing of it. My brain hurts a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. So I go to bed. And I wake up and I, and, I, and I feel hammered, you know, like just like, fuck, dude, it's only Tuesday, you know, and it was a good day yesterday. So we, I get back to work and then on Tuesday, yeah, that was Tuesday. So about two o'clock Tuesday, my head starts hurting and, and then I, I start feeling nauseous. My throat's feeling kind of like I'm getting sick really quick. So I'm thinking, OK, well, maybe I'm getting a head cold, which is impossible. I mean, which is possible. But for me, you know, I mean, I mean it's it's it's, it's eating healthy you know, drinking water, I'm, you know, there's no more soda in my diet anymore, you know, I, I think I had one soda a week now, um, I'm taking Total Human, you know, it's a, it's a product from Audit, you know, it's fucking like nine pills a day, you know, and, and I'm, I'm on this, this health movement, and, you know, so my immune system should be okay, right, I shouldn't be getting sick that quick, so I go and I get some head cold medicine, I go, maybe just get it, let me just take it, see what happens, I take it, nothing happens, my head's still hurting, and then, you know, I, I go, well, it can't be an al- allergies. It's not allergy season. I've dealt with that before. So then I, I tell my my uh, helper, I go, dude, does this still stink in here? It just hit me. I'm like, dude, I'm breathing this shit in. What is it? Because it still stinks. You know, I'm tired. You know what I mean? And, and I'm exhausted. And I'm like, dude, what's, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I, I felt like I wanted to just pass out. And he goes, yeah, kind of. And it got a little warm. So once it got her warm, those fumes started kicking up. So fast forward, I call work and uh, they come out, they clean it, take me out of the car. And I said, I need to go to the clinic. I have to go to the clinic. I need to get checked now. So I go to the clinic and uh, he, the doctor checks my lungs and he says, you're okay. Well, all right, whatever. He goes, well, we're going to do an x-ray of your chest. All right. Well, the x-ray machine is broken. Can you come tomorrow? And that's how I'm pissed. I'm furious. I'm tired. I want to go home. Like I've been breathing this shit in because I start. I looked it up. And and the same symptoms that I had in the car were the same symptoms symptoms this this chemical cause if breathing it in. You know, I'm in, in a truck all day while my helper's delivering. So I'm breathing this shit in all fucking day. You know, just focusing working because it sh- it should be okay, right? It's a sterilizer. But you know what? That sterilizer was eating away at all that dirt and, and grime inside the crevices. And I don't know about you guys. Have you ever seen Prometheus? That movie Prometheus, what happens is uh, one of the dudes, they get, you know, they get sick and aliens and, and all that shit. When, it, when they stepped on the spores, he stepped on the spores on a foreign planet. Somehow he breathed it in in a suit. And next, thing you know, he turns into a monster or something. Something happened. Uh, I got to watch that movie again. That was a good movie. Um, and he got very sick. Well, same situation here. That sterilizer is eating away at dirt and grime for God knows how long because that truck's old. And then, so you got, the, I'm breathing this medical cleaner. And yeah, it, is it killing everything? Yeah, it probably is, but they're still getting spores that are getting out there. And I'm breathing this shit in as well. So, uh, yeah, I went to the clinic and I, and he said my lungs are okay, whatever, but I got extremely sick. I mean, the next day I couldn't even go to work. I was such in, in pain. My whole body was in pain. Like just like I, I, I was so furious and pissed. Like man, I've been working so hard, you know, to make sure that I, I can't, you know, I can't afford to get sick like that, dude. Especially in this time of year. This time of year is really busy. 
you know, for my company, it's it's our time to perform and show them what we got. You know, we we work all all year long, and you know, it was really upsetting to me. You know, but I got over it. You know, it only took me a couple of days, and you know, I'm over it. But if if my throat scratches because I'm still dealing with that, my voice is really raspy. I couldn't even hit my high notes when I was with my helper. We, you know, we we put on 60s, 70s, 80s music, and we'll sing, we'll sing Journey, whatever, and and uh, I couldn't hit my high notes. I was like, look at my voice is gone. You know, so. You know, it is what it is, but that, that happened to me on Monday and Tuesday I got sick and Wednesday I was in bed and, uh, you know, came back Thursday and Friday. Friday, shout out to everybody who showed up to uh, the Christmas party. Um, that was amazing as well. Um, it, was my first, it was my first year uh, putting it together. Um, I took the reins away from uh, Steve Manoa. Shout out to Steve Manoa. He's a veteran driver. Uh, we've been having Christmas parties since the beginning of me starting to test it. I mean, the, the tradition has been held down for so many years now. You know, they, I used to hear stories that, you know, because we used to have a Christmas party every Friday. It'd be just the drivers, and we'd be at a, a at a business. It'd be a cul-de-stack. He said the Christmas started, the Christmas party for Tustin drivers started, uh, this is Steve Winoa saying this, um, in the parking lot of Al Torito. He goes, we would just sit there, and that's how our Christmas party started. We'd sit there and just drink tall cans. And I go, sounds like my type of party. And then the cops came finally, and the cops told him, you can't do that here. They could say, go to, over to the industrial area, and, you know, you can hang out there. You know, so they transferred it over there. And then one day, the one of the bosses that owned the businesses right there says, what are you guys drinking in the street? You could use my, my, my driveway. And it was a big, long driveway. We still call it the cul-de-sac. But it was a big, long driveway. And uh, next thing you know, man, we had um, a DJ show up. One of the drivers, shout out to Gerald Parks. GP, shout out to him. I saw him the other day. But he would show, he was a DJ. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast too. But he he came and uh, he would DJ. And then a couple of drivers would show up in their motorhomes. And they would deep fry a turkey and I mean, it was a big shindig back then, and, and it's died over the years. And recently, the, the cul-de-sac or that driveway, they put a new fence up. So now you can't you can't do it there no more. The owners have changed. So I took it upon myself, you know, and I offered, you know, to use – ask Lo, uh, Lopez and Lefty, shout out to them. Um, Dave, and, Dave and Cindy are the owners over there. They uh, asked them if we could use the patio, and they, and they said we could, and they reserved the patio, patio for us. And a bunch of drivers showed up. It was a good turnout. So shout out to everybody who was there. It was a good turnout. Um, yeah, so that's what's been going on this past week. You know, um, been uh, been stressful, you know, tiring, but exhilarated, you know. I'm happy to be in here for sure, be here on the podcast. I wanted to tell you guys a couple fun facts, though. Um, you know, now that I'm right here talking about work, I try not to talk about work, but it is our busy time of year. And uh, it is a Christmas special, and, and it means a lot to me. But I want to let I – was, I was thinking about all the deliveries I do and all the packages I've been delivering. And I, I saw I did a couple numbers today. Um, so every week, every week I was delivering 1,250 1, deliveries. That's 1,250 deliveries. And I only calculated five days. I didn't do six days of work. We've been working six days. But 1,250 deliveries in five days, that's that's houses, 1,250 houses, businesses, apartment complexes. 
and for the for the week I was doing two two thousand packages. That's so I'm doing one thousand two hundred fifty deliveries, and I'm also doing. That's about two thousand packages. Okay, so for this, so I, I did the season. So I said, well, how many deliveries will I have done for the season? I will have done six hundred. No, no, six hundred, six thousand two hundred and fifty deliveries. Now these are just rough estimates, give or take a couple hundred, but six thousand two hundred fifty deliveries in five weeks and over ten thousand packages. It's a lot of work, man. A lot of wear and tear on the body, but you know what, man? Uh, you know, I do get satisfaction to give my job because people still need their medicine. People still need their their stuff, you know, to keep them going. And on top of it, it's the Christmas gifts and stuff like that. So I just want to tell you guys that fun fact. And, you know, um, I think it was interesting because I'm like, shit, man, that's a lot of work, you know. But, hey, man, I'm here. I'm strong. You know, I'm feeling good. And uh, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging away. You know, I know everybody's going through their things, too. You know, it's that time of season, and that's one one of the topics that, that I just decided I want to talk about today. But before I get to that, the upcoming episode next week is going to be a New Year's Eve special, and I've already locked him in. I told him he was going to be on the show before. His name is Casey Simpson. Yep, the big case is coming back, man, and uh, he, he, will, he will be here at the studio. And he says he's got a couple things he's, he's been working on, so I'm interested to hear him. Interested to get him back, man. He, he's a really good guy, man. Real, real, real. Uh, congratulations, uh, you know, his, his 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 success. And and I think he did he have his kid yet. I don't know. I think he had his kid already, or he's about to. I don't know. We'll get him back on, man. I haven't talked to him in a Actually, I'm gonna go meet them after this. Um, so yeah, shout out to Casey. He will be on the next episode for the New Year's Eve special. Um, so the topic I wanted to talk about today. You know, since it's a Christmas special is what does Christmas mean for you? You know, so. You know, that that's for you guys to think about as well. You know, what does Christmas mean for you? Stop for a second, because I have to stop for a second and, and put myself in, in in place and go, what does Christmas mean to you? You know, what I mean, Christmas me growing up was all about Jesus and and him dying on the cross and and things like that. You know, and then and then after that, it it was it was present. And Santa Claus isn't real. You know, it's just it, you know, it's he's a he's a what do they call him? A, not an idol. Um, he's a pagan. You know, so I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about what does Christmas mean for you? But for me, for me, what Christmas means. For what I for what I've what I've experienced is about giving. You know, it's about giving. You know, look, I could go buy me a pair of Jordans, any time of the day. You know, I can go buy me a new car if I wanted to. Now I can't pay cash, but I got the credit. You know, I I could go and get me a car anytime I want. I don't need anything for Christmas. You know, for me, what I for me personally, what I learned is to give back, give, give. You know, and you know, it's not about receiving, you know. I mean, I do like to receive gifts. I mean, the customers do give me cash, and there's 20. And I turn around, and I give it to uh, my loader. You know, he shot me a 20, gave it to my loader here Merry Christmas, you know. Well, I, I mean, for me to get to this point, to get to this point, like, well, what is it, you know? Well, how did I get to this point where it's about giving and, 
and not receiving. Um, the thing uh, years ago, I was, I was 15 years old. I got caught stealing a couple of days before Christmas. It was like maybe a week before Christmas. I was 15. I was at Disneyland. I got caught stealing. And for people that don't know about Disneyland, there is a jail. There's there's a jail down below Disneyland. And I was held there for like eight hours till my dad came to get me. And that that right there was the most embarrassing and scariest moment of my life. You know, 15, you get caught stealing. I, I, I was stealing all kinds of shit. I think it added up to like... The only reason why I didn't go to jail, I think it was under like a thousand bucks. It ended up being like eight hundred dollars worth of stuff I stole. And I had a key for the locker and I was throwing all my shit in there and it was stupid of me. It was it was a stupid mistake, but it, it was a learning point in my life. For sure. So yeah, so going um fast forward into Christmas a couple days later, you know, my dad had to pay a fine. And we and him had to do like parenting, like co-parenting classes or something like that, like dad and son classes. I don't even remember the classes. I was just so embarrassed and everything. But what hit me was that Christmas, and everybody was opening presents, and and all I got was uh, I think I got fucking underwear and socks. That's all I got. I didn't get shit. You know, I didn't get you know the the newest fucking. I think it was PlayStation back the PlayStation game, or I didn't get the fucking new shoes that I wanted. You know, and, and it sucked. I mean, I think I went in my room and fucking cried. I think I went in there and I fucking cried. You know, and and I told myself, you know, like I I, I let my family down, let my parents down. You know, because they had to they had to spend money on on that. So maybe that was a thing, or was it a punishment? I don't know. Maybe I should ask them. But I I I, I right then and there, I, I felt like I didn't want to let anybody down. That I was gonna be there. You know, not to take. Not to receive, but to give. You know, so yeah, this Christmas, you know, it, 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 I mean, I, I'm I'm giving to people, you know, the kids. You know, I I told my I told my old lady, I said, look, it, I'm not getting any any your adults present. We're all fucking adults, okay. I don't need you to give me a fucking a uh, a card for uh for dinner. I'm cool. You know what I mean? Let's just enjoy the company of each other. You know, let's have a few drinks. You know, let's, let's, let's just enjoy each other's company, man. Put some music on. I already got my playlist of the music I'm going to play. We celebrate Christmas Eve. So, you know, it's kind of like the end of for peak for me. You know, the, the, hard, the, the hardest month of the year. You know, I'm going to relax with my family. You know, and it's about the kids. That the, You know, I get enjoyment. You know, my, my kids open presents. They get excited. But... I've got them trained now where they're excited to get a new pair of shoes and, and a nice shirt. <laughs> Instead of buying them the latest gadget and stuff like that, I got them uh, excited of getting clothes and stuff, which is cool. I mean, I like receiving clothes. So, you know, it's not about toys and all that junk. I mean, it's all garbage. In the end, in a couple a couple of weeks, it's just sitting out there collecting dust. So, I mean, that's just my opinion on it, you know. But, yeah, so, you know, Chris's means for me is to give. And, and and enjoy your your family and enjoy your time, you know. Another incident I had was my aunt lived with me for years, with us, my family for years growing up, and uh, I remember one time uh, her and my dad got into it. I think it was like Thanksgiving, and it ruined like the just the the, the happiness of my dad going to work, coming home, dinner's ready, 
you know, here's Thanksgiving. We're celebrating as a family. He gets into he gets into it with my aunt. And I remember she goes in the room. She slams the door and she throws the fucking shoe against the the door. Boom. And my my dad just sitting there pissed off, eating his food, and I'm just like, holy shit. I mean, I wasn't too young. I had to be. I had to be 15, or I had to be around that time, maybe too, as well. And just the the happiness, and then all of a sudden it just got dark. The mood, and so it's funny how I don't, re- I can't remember all the great times we have, but I can remember the bad times I've had. You know, during the holidays. So I think, for me, every time I come around the holidays, I know, hey, it can, I can easily get in that mood. Can easily get in that depression, you know, or or in that anger, you know. I mean, I I could think of so many. Now that I'm talking about it more, I could think of the bad times we've had more than the good times. And so I think every year I, I focus more on making them good times. Good times, and the more I keep, the less I'll start forgetting the negative times because it could be easily clicked over one over one statement. Or, or, or saying something. I don't know what it is during the holidays. People get more depressed. You know what I mean? Um, I do make an effort, though, man. Shout out to Josh Acosta, you know, and, and Jared Tanaka. Um, they're going to be at my house, you know, after hearing their stories. They've always come to my house during the holidays. They have nowhere to go. You come to my house. We're family. You know what I mean? And they've they've come over, you know, multiple times. Uh, Jared comes over, I think, every year we celebrate it. So just want to give a shout out to those guys as well, man. So, you know, I just I just want people to uh, enjoy the holidays this year, man. And I, I know it does get tough, man. I know it does. You know, uh, you know, if you got any, uh, you know, this this these episodes that are be coming up are gonna be uh, focusing a lot on uh, holistic health, um, mental clarity, and spiritual growth. You know, and, and I'm excited for those things to happen, man. It's just gonna really. Uh, you know, influence people to, to to take it to the next level, man, because that's what I'm doing over here, doing it with this podcast and everything. You know, it's it's, it's good times and and uh, we got I, I like reflecting on the past and growing from it, you know, and, and maturing as things go on. You know, but I mean, that's just this one thing. What does Christmas mean for you, man? And and that that's what it means for me, man, is is is, is, is about family, love respect man and 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 forgiving and and, and let's just move forward and 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 giving 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 you know except for those guys at the fucking 7-eleven always begging dude fucking all cracked out dude no dude they need helpers at ups you go get a job for the other ones out there you know what i mean you know you, you guys have heard me enough on this podcast to know and understand you know um that's about it, man. I'm going to keep this podcast short and sweet. You know, I, I can talk about this stuff all day and go down a rabbit hole. We're going to keep it clean. You know, I got, uh, you know, I got, I got some uh, Christmas things and gatherings I got to do. So, and I, and you know what? I got to do a little bit of Christmas shopping. I, I'm not going to lie. I hate shopping. I try to limit it, but I got to do some Christmas shopping too. But th- th- that's basically a little quick thing. You know, what does Christmas mean for you? Reflect on yourself grow get bigger you guys know what i mean i love you guys i'm gonna take off now and we'll see you next week with casey simpson if you guys want to get a hold of me you can find me on ig at 
the Raider and the Saint. And if you guys got any inquiries or any uh, business opportunities, you could email me at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That is it. I love you folks. Have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. I love you guys, man. Take it easy. Christmas.